Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Episode 93, Franco's World. Very fun episode planned for you today. My special guest, Maximilian Spinelli. That's an all-time name on this show. I'm a big name guy. If you have a good name, you're in with me. Maximilian Spinelli. Max, where can the people follow you at, man? Uh, you can follow me at Maxagazillion on every channel. And thank you very much for having me on. I appreciate the the name shout out. Of course. Like, I I know this is, like, really weird, but, like, names are a big deal with me. It's, like, if you have, like, an off-putting name, it's just going to be, like, it's going to be, like, oh, it's just, it doesn't feel yeah. good coming off my lips. Right. Yeah. I, what, gave, what, what came up with Franco? Is that just, like, a nickname that you had your whole life? Uh, you know, it was my dad's nickname. Uh, my name's Franklin. Okay. People call me Frank, Franco, Franklin, Frankie. They call me whatever. Um, I don't know. I, I like cool. I like Franco that. is cool. Thank you. My favorite, one of my favorite entertainers of all time was Dean Martin. He went by Dino. I thought that was an homage uh, to him. So that's, uh, wow. that's classy. Take. Got, How uh, old are you? <laughs> I'm 24. Okay. Wow. All right. A little, he's a little before your time. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I think he was. He died, and I think he died in like '95. I was born in '96, so he was very much before okay. my time. I am suddenly feeling. I'm now. I'm firmly in my late twenties. I was. I was born in '93. I'm guest number '93. Born in '93. Great year for me, but mm-hmm. I'm starting to feel old, especially being on these apps and stuff. Dude, you're not kidding, man. You know, even <laughs> for me, even for me, 24. You know, you're thinking like I can. I'm hip to the game. You know, I understand. And like yeah. you and I are both on TikTok, and it is the moon to me at this point. I yeah, don't you know it. what's been tough is ever since I was in uh, Justin Bieber is one year below me. So my entire life, you know, Bieber's just been. I've been like, well, this kid's one year younger, and he's ahead. <laughs> well, he's not. Well, when he went to jail, I was like, I went to jail two years after he went to jail. So I actually, <laughs> I was, I was ahead of him. <laughs> Man, it's so it's so tough. You see these young celebrities get all this success, and you're just like, why do I even try? And and I watch a lot of baseball, and they say like a guy's ancient when he's 31 and I, or 33, and yeah. I'm like, oh my god, like what am I gonna do with my life? Yeah, I'm very thankful that um, my closest friends in comedy they're all like they're all exactly 30, so it makes me feel good that um, yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> I'm the youngest oh, yeah. of that group. Because there are some comics that are so young and they're like, and it's like, God bless them. You know what I mean? That's, that's great. I, I, I started just out of college, but then I, I took a couple of years off to find myself. And then and I that's got perfectly back okay. Did you go on like in a, a European trip to find yourself? What'd you do? No, I moved to New York City and needed to pay rent. <laughs> that'll do it. And that'll do it. And, and, and then I had to figure out some mental health, but then I, uh, I got back into it. Well, that's awesome, man. Medication, man. I can't recommend it. I started when I was 20. I started when I was 20. I was in college and just hit my college open mics. That's just what I did. And and instead of, you know, going out to parties, and I did go out to some parties, but like most of the time, Friday night, I'm staying in and watching Johnny Carson reruns and writing jokes till 2 a.m. And my friends are like, hey, come pick me up in the bar. That's that's what I did. Right. We had very different college experiences. (laughs) Where'd you go? Uh, I, I went to Fairfield U, not exactly a, a big party school. I was just a, a bunch of um, preppy trash Fairfield. bags. Fairfield, uh, are they like the yeah. deer or something like that? Is that a deer? The stags, exactly. Yeah. The stags, good, good, good call. But yeah, I mean, all you do is is just drink. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. There's nothing else to do. <laughs> I don't even, oh, uh, Connecticut, I'm assuming? That's where that is? 
Connecticut, Fairfield, Connecticut. I grew up in Connecticut, and then I went to Fairfield U. And uh, okay, the only reason I know Fairfield is because I was a gambling addict, and so I would watch like any small college basketball game to try to like make money off of it. Wow. So, yeah, we yeah. Didn't even, we went to school there. We didn't even watch the games. So that's. I mean, <laughs> oh, you you lived a life. Jesus, twenty four. You've already overcame a gambling addiction. Oh yeah, bro. Um, I'm in the process of that. I'm like. And then, and that's not to say I'll never like put money on anything again because I have thrown like you know just a little bet on game here and there, but it's like you know that was like I was trying to make that like my job. I was trying to like do data analysis every day on games to make money, and that's just like it was not healthy. It took a lot of creative energy. It's not a good, not a good look. Listen, it's only a problem if you're losing. That's what I always say. <laughs> that, that's. That's also true. Okay, uh, never mind. I'm back on the wagon. I'm back on yeah, the wagon. Get, get back into it. Why don't we throw some some money down on some ponies this weekend? I think I feel good about it. Honestly, my alma mater plays in 30 minutes. I might have to throw some money on them. You got me in the mood, Max. I I went to Belmont for the first time like a year or two. Well, two years ago because a year ago the world was shut down. But two years ago, I had a blast. We had some stogies. I was wearing a fun hat. And I'm not a, I, a gambling. I don't care about really sports or anything. But like the being there, that's when all yeah. of a sudden I'm like, I'm fucking watching the races. It's yeah. like you get jacked up. It's fun. I've never been to a horse track. I want to go so bad. I just like, you know, the people wear the dresses and the cool suits. I want to be a part of that. Yeah, that that's it. That's all you really want to be a part of. Well, there's a lot of like, um, like high schoolers and that kind of stuff. They go and there's like a little club area. We got it. We got away from the riffraff and with the with the real big spenders. Even though I, have any money. <laughs> I, I like to spend like I do. Um, geez, I'm I'm in my friend's bedroom right now. It's just an, I don't I don't feel like I'm in my space because I quite literally am not. Or I'm looking across at these neighbors. They got like yeah. Oscar awards on the fucking thing. <laughs> so I'm I'm very curious. Uh, growing up in Fairfield, Connecticut, you say you're from Fairfield or you went to college there? I'm from Trumbull, which is like a, a few towns away from Fairfield. Uh, okay. Well, okay. So any, I've had three comedians from Connecticut on my show. So I've had you, Claire Alexander and, uh, Joey Rinaldi all on my show and two of my good friends in comedy. And that's great. It's all, it's all, well, I mean, I interview mostly New York comics, so I guess it's not like out of the realm of yeah. possibilities. Yeah. What if I was just like Claire, that bitch, I know. Yeah. I, I, oh my I, gosh. I had dinner with, with her and a few people last night. We love making fun of Claire. She's, I think she's even younger than you. Let me tell you. <laughs> I think we're around the same age, yeah, but uh, anyone from Connecticut, I always have to ask them this. I always have, like, so Fairfield, roughly, my favorite musician of all time, John Mayers from Fairfield, Connecticut. Have you had any run-ins right. with him or his family or anything? Uh, so John Mayers' dad was my dad's principal when he went to high school, which is a fun thing. See? Um, and I, I, mean, I saw John Mayer in concert. I saw a John Mayer in Train concert when I was in high school at the Hartford uh, um, concert arena, and it was just a delightful show. I have to say, the guy's talented. Sue me. Yeah, he's he's my favorite artist. So I've, and... I've never run into him. We don't hang out. Well, right, right, right. Okay. Well, you know who knows? You know, <laughs> Connecticut guys got to hang out together. Got to stick together. But uh, yeah. we got to get back on the. I just had to ask that, but we got to get back on the content creation train. You and I are both on TikTok. We're having a hard time understanding it, but you and I both had early on success on this app. How big were like, how many views were you getting on those early videos? So it's it's weird. So I downloaded TikTok when quarantine started because I needed something to do and an escape from my girlfriend at the time. 
you're not going to believe this, but it didn't work out. But I, um, but uh, it was a lot of fun. I, I had a great time with it. And so it, it was weird. I, it's not like I was popping off immediately. I was just having fun with it. And then I went viral. And then, like, you know what? The, the, my situation, I feel like I've, had, I've got a different kind of thing where like I would go viral every couple months and like enormous and then go back to just no, yeah. nothing, you know? So I would get like 600,000 views and then a few months later and then from then on it would just be like the regular 200 300 and then it would be another 600 700,000 views and then yeah. it would go back and then a, a couple months ago in January I got like a million views on a video and then I was finally working out I was like okay maybe I figured out maybe the algorithm smiling on me because they, they were performing well like for a week or two and then yeah. now I'm good last night's video I think has 20 views and I logged out of the app I'm done we're in a fight <laughs> I man out. I'm, I'm in the same boat you know my first video i put up 175,000 views a couple videos later 1.2 mil i got a couple yeah. 500,000 and then obviously like 27,000 100,000 all this stuff but now you know you look at my last three videos 248 194 256 i'm yeah, done it's, it's insane it's i mean and i I look at these cops and these friends of mine, I'm so happy for them, but it's yeah. like, are, are they really doing that much different? I don't think they know a secret. I just think there must be something in the way that they're posting or their content. It's also like you get seen by the right people, all that kind of stuff. And maybe yeah. I'm just not as funny as I think I am. Uh, I have a conversation I have with my therapist too often. Yep. Yep. Every time a video does poorly, <laughs> I'm just like, you know what? I Maybe I do suck. Maybe I am bad. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Uh, but then they then then TikTok brings you right back with the viral, and you're like, well, there's no one more talented than me. And now, <laughs> obviously, yeah, then, then the internet gets it. Now that these these swines are finally understanding the grace I've, I'm bringing. Exactly. That, you're 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 talking to the choir here because that's exactly how I feel. Uh, you get a video with the million views, and you're on top of the world. And but I don't understand like the algorithm. Like, have you tried to break it down to a science? Like, whenever I post a video, I'm like, okay, wait two minutes. And then uh, I go on one of my alt accounts and I'll like it and I'll share my own yeah. video because I'm that conceited. And and yeah. and then I'll, and then I'll ask my friends to like, hey, just go spam like this real quick. And I'll get like six likes out of the gate. And I'm like, OK, great. All these people have watched it and liked it. I got one comment on it, a couple shares and then nothing. Yeah. Um, so I think I mean, I've, I've looked into it. I've, I've, I've gone deep on a couple of Reddit pages too. Reddit, Reddit, TikTok help. Which wow. is uh, some of the darker moments in my life, but I TikTok still don't help. Understand. I don't think any, TikTok help on Reddit. Uh, it's a really good community. They're very supportive of each other, and there's always one asshole that like comments and is like, "Maybe you guys just aren't posting good enough content," and everyone's like, "That's not it. That's not, <laughs> <possible>. <laughs> That's not what we're here for." Um, but I think back in the day, like when I first started like a year ago, I think it was like, it was all the above. It was like leg shares, but like, I think the, always the most important thing was time watched because any app wants mm -hmm. to spend more time on it. And I think mm -hmm. that's still a thing, but like, I don't, I, where my, my thing is at right now is like, people are watching it. There's a lot of engagement, but it's like 50 people, only people that follow me. I don't go on the for you page anymore. Yeah. And like half of them like it. And like the, if you look at analytics, you can see that they're watching it at least once. So it's like, I don't know what you guys want from me. I think I must've said one word or something that just like triggered like this. Shut That's down. what I worry about. You <laughs> yeah, know? Yeah. Like early well, on, I, I need to, I thank God comedy is coming back because I need to stop. This needs to go back to just being a fun thing. Social media before the pandemic was like, it was more of a personal thing. It was kind of like a, it was like just like fun, like updating, yeah. like 
friends and stuff like and it was like it was fun to do stuff but that didn't matter to me like I was I, and I respect so many people that it became big on digital a long time mm -hmm. ago and it's been a big focus like it's hard it's it's yeah. totally different like I had to figure out like I same thing you do for stand-up you have to figure out your voice like because there's some of the fun some of my favorite I would say comedians and they might not I don't even know if they're stand-ups but they're those twitter people that do like the front-facing videos like I like I love that shit those people those things get yeah. me every time but so like figuring that out was a whole nother thing but like in the, in the pandemic I was like how come I'm not going viral immediately why why is this not working and then I had to like reason with myself and be like well this isn't something that you've done really before so yeah. it makes sense that it's not going really well right away yeah uh the thing with me and and because i had this early on success on the app and then sort of tapered down to having no success i think in my mind at like this time last year i was over in europe and it was like right as the pandemic was like getting popping like this was you know mm -hmm. it was it was like they had that first little case in Seattle and like maybe that New York lawyer had it and he like spread it everywhere. And mm -hmm. I, I made a video where like I was walking through the airport in like Germany and I'm like, oh, I'm on my way to Wuhan with a mask. And like, I think TikTok didn't like that because they were like a Chinese owned app yeah. at the time and they blackballed me. That's what yeah, that's what I think yeah, in my mind. Yeah, yeah. You, you mean you get you get blackballed. I mean, like, let's call a spade a spade. Shadow banning exists. I have a lot of bits about it. I have one that I'm trying out tonight that I'm very excited because every month that my shadow ban persists and I won't accept that it's not a shadow ban. That's something. It's a case for the FBI. I've said it several <laughs> times. I'd like someone. I'd like someone to look into it. But uh, listen, it's fun. Any anything, even things if are not, if they're not going well, it works for me. If it's not, it's not. I can always turn something into a bit. God bless. That's the beauty yeah. of stand up. But uh, it would be nice. God forbid I join the creator fund. God forbid. God forbid you get some success. God forbid. <laughs> God forbid. I, I, it's just L after L. Let me tell you that. The uh, the shadow banning thing, man. Like, I I think I get shadow banned, and then like, and then I just think like, oh, never mind. I just suck. Like, I don't understand it. It's yeah. like it's where people can't find you when they search your name, or what is it? Yeah. Well, it's it's it's. But I think it's just like when your videos aren't filtered out, and so like to like I don't have that many followers, which is insane because I have a lot of likes. But that's a whole other thing for another day. But yeah. I, people just go to my profile and they're like, mm, I mean. I enjoyed that one video, but maybe not again. Maybe I don't want to see the face every day. <laughs> and I understand that. I respect that. But I, um, but it doesn't make any sense if you have a few thousand followers and you're getting 20 views on a video. Even if it's like, yeah, TikTok yeah. is, it, it, no, it doesn't matter how many followers you have. That doesn't make sense. Even more of your followers should be seeing it. So there has to be something there. And then I had, la literally last night, I, I made this video and you know how you have TikTok friends? I have TikTok friends now. These people I've never met in life and I never will, but like they're wow. supportive of me and we message every once in a while. She messaged me and she goes, I just duetted your video and then they immediately took it down. <laughs> so I was like, oh. I was like, I don't know what to tell you. I was like, listen, I'm cursed, so stay away. You have I have like I have like three, three and a half thousand fans on, on the talk, and mm -hmm. where are they at when I post content? Where yeah. are like they are gone? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't get it. I don't understand it. And I think trying to worry too much about it, 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 it for a while there, it was really getting to me. Actually, you know what? It was a saving grace is reels, which is also cooled off for me. But yeah. I was popping off there for, for a bit. Um, and that's also reels. what made me be like, TikTok doesn't make any fucking sense. Because I posted the same exact, <laughs> I posted the same video that got a million views on TikTok. And on Instagram, it just did fine. And then I posted a video that like got like, a hundred likes on TikTok and didn't do that well. It, then it got five hundred thousand views. On that's Instagram. crazy. So it's Congrats like, on that. There's no rhyme or reason, and that's when I finally was like, just put my hands up, and I was like, at a certain point, 
maybe it's not about quality, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Yeah. It's just as much about luck and like the, and timing and all that kind of stuff as it is about content. I mean, obviously yeah. quality plays a, a part in everything, but there's, there's clearly a lot of other flowers at play that I don't understand. What is your TikTok timeline looking like? Like, what are they, like, what do they think is for you? Oh, oh yeah. So like, what's my, what's my stuff? It's a lot of uh, a lot of comedy. It's a lot of um, like this is what TikTok is catering to you on your timeline. Yeah, I'll actually I logged out of the app because I was like I'll open it right now and tell you the first three videos that show up. But I, I logged out. We're in a fight. But um, it's a lot of not not stand up, but like character videos, like impressions, mm-hmm. but like impre- like um, I, I weirdly I'm on Kara Knightley TikTok because I watched this this one guy did like this incredible impression of Kara Knightley that I thought was really? hilarious. So I watched all of his videos. So I now anytime someone does a Kara Knightley impression on the app, I get that. But like those kinds she's of like, a, fun she's impressions. She's a hottie. She's a hottie. She's a hottie, but like she's a very once you see an impression, you're like you can't even. It's just hilarious because she does not speak normally. But uh, wait, is this the guy that he does like a little underbite type looking thing or? Yeah, exactly. What? Yeah. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's funny. Uh, so things like that. There's a. I'm on Shit's Creek TikTok. Mm-hmm. I'm on. Um, I'm on a lot of like TV shows that I watch, like that stuff. I don't even know how that stuff pops up because I don't really interact with it. I was on Avatar: The Last Airbender TikTok for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm usually niche content stuff is what I see on my feed. And then yeah. news about TikTokers. I'm surprisingly, um, in tap in tune with what's going on with the, 18, like the drama and stuff like that. You're in the pop, pop drama. Yeah. <laughs> talk drama. Well, I, I, I love, can I tell you my guilty pleasure is BFFs, that podcast with, uh, with Portnoy? Dave Portnoy and, yeah. and that kid, Josh, Josh Richards. I actually just posted. In my opinion, a spot-on impression of Dave on that podcast. Nobody saw it. Obviously, he got seventy views. But um, I, I don't, I don't want to ask. But you can't, you can't not say something like that and not do the Dave impression in here. Uh, I can't do it. I can't do it right now. I have to be in character. But I will. You know what? I will do it. You, you want to hear mine? I'll do. It. I'll go first. I'll make it more. Yeah, yeah, do it. Go for it. Okay. Yep. All right. And what? What do you want me to talk about though? Dave Portnoy on what? Dave Portnoy. Uh, he's going to the racetrack. You see a gray, you better gray. Gray is the Nantucket mist. Get that Frankie. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. I see. I do more of a laid back because I really David. I've only ever seen his pizza reviews and this podcast. Like I'm not like a big barstool guy, but I like I follow them Instagram because they're Instagram. When I was early college, I was a big barstool guy, and that's back when they were like a low key thing, and all they did was just like gamble all the money they had and scream yeah. at the camera. So that's what I yeah. revert back to. That's amazing. Um, I'll give you, I'll, I'll do the, the podcast impression where he basically just starts every podcast and he goes, all right, welcome to BFFs. Now, Josh, what are, what are we talking about this week? Josh, I got a lot of beef. people got beef with me. I said a joke. People got, some people got it. Some people did it. I said a joke and I don't even know. I don't even know if this guy believes it. That's it. That's, that's Dude. The joke. The, that's every joke. one of the podcasts, by the way. That's every podcast. That's every episode. It's a, that's like a beef. It's a joke. Oh my god. Yeah. That's so good, dude. That's good. <laughs> this kid. He's. I don't. I don't know if he's. Is he attacking me? Does he believe what he's saying? I don't know if it's a joke. I don't know if it's real. Now I'm starting to believe it. <laughs> dude that's so good man that's really good holy cow i've never heard someone like try to do a portnoy impression other than just be like uh some gambling stuff i got 20 grand and you're betting 50 dollars and we're gonna act like that's supposed to be a big bet yeah he you know what's funny is you think 
I when I was trying the impression because I tried a few like versions of it to myself, you know, when you first try an impression, and then I realized it doesn't even have to be that Boston. Like he, he the what makes his voice more unique, I think, is not even that. It's just the the cadence. How he talks is just fucking weird, and the and the, and the depth of it. He always does. He always says this. He's like, I mean, he says, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, you're fired. I mean, we gotta let you go. I mean, <laughs> a lot of dude, fun pauses. that's good. A lot of fun pause. <laughs> My, uh, my, let's see, my TikTok timeline is, now that John Mayer posts, it's all John Mayer videos, now that he posts on TikTok. Uh, I haven't seen uh, that. A lot of, a lot of, like, weird inside baseball, like, like, actual baseball, a lot of weird baseball stuff, and mm-hmm. what else? Dude, a lot of, and I don't do winter sports, but I have way too many skiing videos on my timeline, and I've never skied <laughs> in my life. I don't like this. I... I uh, I get a lot of tennis highlights. I, I actually am a tennis fan. I, I I played in high school and a little in college. But me, well, I didn't play in college, it, but I played in high school. And it's uh, I didn't play on the college team. I just had fun and played like oh, on the club okay. team. <laughs> I, I was like, I, oh, I played uh, Fairfield Fairfield team. Stag Fairfield Stag athlete are here. Listen, they were they were D one, and I think the tennis team should have been good at a rich school like that. I don't I don't know about yeah. that, but I was not that good. But I love the sport. And I, I get that kind of stuff. I love when TikTok just kind of figures out stuff that you like. But I don't know how I'm they actually going to get on my timeline right now and just scroll through. All right, here we go. Uh, Italian pizza maker. That's one. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Some people playing some beer dye and a volcano eruption. Yeah. Those are my top. Those and then some girl with a uh, huge rump. And that's uh, that was my. Listen, <laughs> those are my four I got, videos. I get that. Well, I got. I followed Charlie Jordan and a few of those people as well. Um, I, I'm gonna go. I don't know who that is. I gotta look them up now. She is. I think she just she loves weed and dancing. I think mm-hmm. that's like kind of her brand. Uh, let me. I'll, I'll sign artist. in, but then you have to keep me honest. I'm gonna sign right out. I'm gonna sign right out after. But uh, I, I'm having fun with this. So let's see what's. Uh, yeah, man. My timeline. My, my timeline is crazy. After. It's like all over the place. I can't get a straight answer. A lot of a lot of Australian. Yeah, no, I get a lot of Australian don't. videos. Uh, Australians, really? Yeah, ton of Australians. Uh, and then yeah, there for and th- things. What's that? I get uh, stuff about the show New Girl. Like I, I, I still get like you know when the challenge, like there was like the accent challenge, like made up shit. Like this one's like the mosquito accent challenge. I get weird niche <laughs> comedy videos. <laughs> like, That's funny. TikTok knows my sense of feel. Here's the Sway House. I'm invested in the Sway House. I, if I was 17 years old, I would beg them to be part of it. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm getting a lot of babies, uh, and it's like I don't want a child for another decade and a half. Yeah, and you know what else? I, oh, that that sounds very upsetting. I get a lot of singing too. I I think if somebody has a good voice, I do enjoy that, and I support them. A lot of <laughs> I, southern dad very... impressions. Oh, and skincare because I'm a big <laughs> uh, anti aging. Really? Are you? What's your yeah. what's your secret? Because I I could talk to you about skincare for for quite some time. <laughs> I think it helps that I have darker skin than most white people because I have the uh, Native American blood in me. I got a lot of Native American in me. Right. And so right. I think that helps because, because you know, the sun is the enemy. The sun is the enemy. Right. That's what they say. I worked and I played sports my whole life and worked in professional baseball. So I wore a lot of hats. And I think that honestly protected my face for a long time. And um, I moisturize daily, twice a day. Uh, I have this thing because I have oily skin. So I have to get this moisturizer that's like, you know, coincides really? well with oily skin. Um, what is it? Cerave? I use some like facial cleanser too. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
And then what else I, do I do? I have I have porcelain skin, and it's partially because of my strict regimen, but also I've avoided manual labor my entire life. But do I it. Um, also I, I was told about retinol recently. I have to kind of get into that. That's something for us, the two of us, to look into. Apparently, it fights all sorts of wrinkles. But uh, my sister is just addicted to Botox. Years old. My sister's just really addicted to Botox. yeah. Where's she got? Not, uh, not addicted. Sorry, I use that. <laughs> I, I use that word too liberally. She likes it. She uses it. There's nothing wrong with it. Let me tell you something. I think it's actually nowadays literally no one cares. Also, if the CW came to me tomorrow and said, "Hey, would you mind playing 17 for the next five years?" I would say, "Number one, thank you. I'm flattered. Number two, I will have to <laughs> inject myself with something every day for the rest of yeah. my life." Dude, like, yeah, I obviously want to look as young as possible for as long as possible. Are you kidding me? Yeah, crazy. Well, that's a no-brainer. I don't think I. I think it's it's stupid to be like, oh, what you're taking care of your skin? Yeah, I have it for my whole life. Let's hope. <laughs> I've been, dude, and I need to go see a dermatologist. And I had an appointment scheduled for last month. That appointment got banged, and now it's supposed to be late this month. I have like, like, I don't know. I say I don't know how you say it. it's like melilla or something like that. I have like these two white bumps on my eyelid, and that is like. I'm super self-conscious about it, but nobody can see it. But like in my mind, I just have these volcanoes on my eyelid. See. I got uh, I got a nose ring earlier in quarantine. That's uh, my friend. She's a nurse. She did it at this apartment that I'm actually in right now. Her her and her boyfriend Carl. Um, she pierced. She brought like supplies home from the hospital. Pierced my nose. Um, actually did a really good job. But then like I had like a bump on my nose for like the four or five months that it was healing like it would like get smaller and grow bigger and like i i hated it it's all i yeah. could see thankfully it's gone there's a god in heaven yeah dude i uh let's see i'm just trying to prevent like wrinkling that's a big thing for me like forehead forehead wrinkles i smile we were comics so we smile a bunch that's gonna be a thing but if i have to have any wrinkles yeah. i'm okay with the smile lines that seems like i had fun in life if that makes sense those are classy those are classy i think uh i think also thankfully i think guys are, are allowed to have uh, like the more of the, those kind of things those lines like more yeah. like subtle shit yeah but, and i feel so you know, bad i feel so bad for women i feel so bad for women because like you know you hate to say it, but guys tend to look better as they get a little older, get a little, get a little age on them. You know what I mean? You're also allowed to age gracefully. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like women, it's like, oh my gosh, if you don't upkeep this, like if you don't upkeep this 26 year old look like, yo, you're an old hag. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, think of every, every other fucking week. There's a headline about Jennifer Lopez looking so good at 50, whatever she is. But I mean, and she does, she looks incredible, but like, let's also call it a spade a spade. Like, that's professional. That's like professional. She has, she has the money to maintain <laughs> yeah. this look. Like, you if know, you have a couple to, she kids. Could put a new face on every year. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. You're absolutely right. And speaking of uh, body modifications, if if that that's what we're talking about, put a new face on every year. You're a tattoo guy. I'm interested in the tattoo world. And here's something that you might not know about me. I have no tattoos, but all of my YouTube mm-hmm. for you page like recommendations are tattoo people like uh like reviewing tattoos or like watching people actually do them on camera like that's like i'm interested in the art it's cool i i feel like that's very common i know a lot of people like you that like always wanted a tattoo but just like are just waiting for the perfect one and that's totally reasonable like i think like the first one it does mean a lot number one 
to you. And like, I think like you have to psych yourself up, but and there, there's kind of that constant doubt. Like, is this the one that I want forever? Once yeah. you like pop that first cherry or whatever you want to call it and get your first tattoo, the rest are, are much, in my experience. And I think a lot of people, that is kind of like a cliche, but I, I do believe it's true. At least it really was for me. Everyone but also my first, your first one's my the worst, no matter what though. No, I mean, I love my, my first tattoo is still, I wouldn't call it my favorite, but I, I, I love it. Gosh, I, uh, I just want to make sure I get the right thing. And honestly, like I weigh like 160 some pounds, like I, I need to gain some weight before I get a tattoo. Cause I want to look, you know, I don't want to look like, uh, I don't know. I just don't want to look like some street bum that's like strung out and he's got yeah. tattoos. Like I want to look good with tattoos. Yeah, no, I and I uh, weigh about the same, and uh, I, I don't plan on changing. But uh, it's uh, it's fun. I honestly like. I think it's you, you, the most important thing is like if you just if you like it, and I think mm -hmm. that's like because I remember after I first got a few, and when you have less, and I'm not covered, but like both of my forearms are have a bunch, and I have like one on my hand. But a lot yeah. of people um, are like, "What do they mean? What do they mean?" People stop asking when you have more. But like in the beginning, I was like, I thought it would look cool. And like, that was the truth. Like a lot of it's not like, you don't, your, your mom doesn't need to die for you to get a tattoo. Like, I think that like, you're allowed to like, you're, you're allowed to get something else. And I think that's fine. Like, I don't, like, it doesn't need to be some all encompassing. Like, I, I think too often people, you see all these guys with like a cross or like the girls with a Bible quote. And it's like, you don't believe in any of this. Like, it's like, you're yeah. trying too hard. That's too much. You're doing too much. So many people where I'm from, it's in West Virginia is in the Bible Belt, but it's like that first belt in the belt loop. No one really uses it, but it's there. And, you know, mm -hmm. these guys have all these crosses and like Bible verses. I'm like, you haven't been inside of a church since you were born. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. To me, I think that's worse than just like a fun tattoo that you actually like because you're trying to. You're being something that you're not. Yeah. Like I have the Captain America shield on my forearm because after a boozy brunch one day, me and four friends went and got tattoos. And that's what I wanted. So I, that's a fun, that's a fun memory, if anything. Yeah. The, the ideas that I have right now, and, you know, I don't want to be the classic, oh, he's got a flower tattoo, but I want to get something that's about my home state, West Virginia. I want to get like the rhododendron flower somewhere on my body. It's a nice, mm -hmm. uh, I think it's like a Japanese flower, but it's in, it's the state flower of West Virginia. And I want to get that, but I want to get it done right. And I mm -hmm. might have to get it tabori style japanese style to get it done right ah, that's sick. and that's scary and i don't think i want to get that as my first tattoo well i mean thankfully you live in new york so you somebody can do it right and do it well just maybe a little expensive you know i i was i was lucky where my first wait i'm not in new york did you just say i'm in new york you don't live in new york no I assumed you did. I assume, yeah. I assume any comic does, and I know that's ignorant. Okay, so <laughs> well, like, hold I on. I can tell you about the whole thing. Finish that tattoo thing, and then we'll get into the whole West Virginia thing. Uh, I was lucky where my, my first tattoo, I used to live in Brooklyn when I first lived in the city, and this shop called Leathernecks was down the street. It was like a few few blocks away. Mm -hmm. I got my first one there. It's actually one of the best shops, in my opinion, in Brooklyn. Um, and this guy, Mikey, like he's done most of my tattoos except for a few, just because it's like when you find somebody that's like, you're super comfortable with, like, it's like, mm -hmm. his, he's got like the downstairs of the shop. Uh, my first one, I was a little nervous. He was like, take a, a scoop out of the pill bucket, you know, just kind of like a little, uh, <laughs> kind of calm yourself down. It was fun. It, it take was, a scoop uh, out of the pill bucket. <laughs> Dude, that took me a minute. I, I was like, wait, I was like, <laughs> 
that's funny. It, it was fun. He's he's great, and it's like it's that's a nice environment, and I think that's like also it's part of it. Like if you also enjoy the experience. Um, but sorry, where are you living? The moon. Yeah, essentially the moon. No, I'm actually on Mars. Yeah. The I'm in West Virginia, and I've been in West Virginia for a little over a year. I was living near Philly. I was a professional baseball scout near Philly, and I was trying to do baseball wow. and comedy, but both those things are entertainment-based, so it's nights and weekends, mm-hmm. and I had no time to like hit my mics, and so I was just doing the podcast as reps, and then I had to move back to West Virginia. Now, I've been trying for like a year to get a job in the city so I can get, get to the city and do uh, my mics and stuff. That's, um, that's about that. And look at us now. So are you full-time comedy? No, heck no. Heck no. I work at a conference center. My parents run, uh, which is, is like 45 minutes away from my house. You never know. I I, always, I like to just assume, you know, I, I, yeah. I no, man, I'm a miker. I'm a miker. Okay. I don't know. You know, God I bless. did get paid last night for the first time though. I had a zoom gig. I got paid for the first time. How did it feel? Save the check. I didn't, I don't think I even cashed the first check. No, it was it. a Venmo and it's going into Bitcoin. Okay. Well, that's nice. All $7. <laughs> oh wow tell you what put it in a couple of a couple of coins no but Um, hey it it crosses the threshold of amateurism though i've only been paid in beer before that now it's like a tangible thing it's real money yeah i mean that's that's beautiful i think it's like you also have to it's a it's a mental thing too once you kind of mentally cross the, the, the threshold as well like i i remember it was two yeah a year yeah 2018 I was the chief people officer of a real estate company and wow. I had been doing stand up and then I quit to focus on stand up. Um, and you know, you never look back that kind of thing. It's been, it's been a, it's been a beautiful ride. I still do some freelance work on the side just because I have a standard of living that stand up will not right. um, be able to accommodate until I'm literally a, a name that people would be like, Oh wow. Number 93. He got Max, uh, which is not the case, <laughs> but, uh, um, Number uh, 90. Oh, he got that. <laughs> well, he got that. What is that? Uh, I don't think this is going to move the needle much for your audience, but um, so it's it's cool. Like, I, I'm not. I just like I really respect the hustle and the people that are able to be a full time comedian, have a bunch of roommates, live in like deep Brooklyn or Queens and that kind of stuff. Yeah, um, that's just not my vibe. I need a doorman. Sue me. You know, I it's something that I need. <laughs> but I. <laughs> I, I got very fortunate where I was able to get my focus and kind of I'm able to do still creative stuff on the side, but more professional. Man, that's so cool. You need to uh, need to hook me up with that life, son. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's it's, uh, it's been a weird ride, but uh, I'm very thankful for, for where it's where it's taken me and hopefully where it's going. If this is it, that's sad. But I hope it goes. Farther. But everyone, everyone that's successful has always made that jump. You know, they have those jobs and then they're like, yeah. you know what? I got to quit it and I got to go all in with the jokes, man. And that's yeah. cool that you did that. Yeah. Well, it was scary because I did that. And then last year, I, I, um, I had a, a breakout headliner set in February of last year at Broadway Comedy mm-hmm. Club. Um, and I had started, I had headlined Philly comedy club and like, it was like, Oh, it's like, Oh, God forbid. And I know every comic was like, I had momentum going into the pandemic, but it felt like a little momentum, you know, God forbid. <laughs> yeah. And well, you have, I mean, it's documented, it to, you had documented momentum. Yeah. It's, it's a documented momentum. Um, and then, you know, you just hit a brick wall, but I think if anything, I'm kind of glad, thankful for what it forced me to do. Cause it forced me to kind of build out the rest of it. Cause I wasn't doing a podcast before I wasn't doing a YouTube show. I was barely crying, trying to create content online yeah. and, 
and it also it brought the tiny government into my life which has uh, been huge I, I love that place and that I place looks awesome man that. i feel like it's it's getting packed out every day yeah i mean listen they turn the lights on and they sell out i, I love them and they, they they they're just in it for the art which is beautiful so we yeah. make money from it which is very rare you know i used to run a show at this place um, downtown and we brought in so much money for them and they never even threw a dollar our way or if, God forbid they gave us a free fucking mozzarella stick. So <laughs> it's, nice to, it's nice to work with people that actually care. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, so growing up in Connecticut, were, did you always have this passion for, for wanting to be a stand-up comic? Like, was there anybody on TV that you watched growing up and you're like, I want to do that? Or was it like, how did you get into the game then? Uh, I used to actually, this was like a dream of mine and then I kind of grew out of it and then I came back to it and not grew out of it, but like, you know, like when you get into middle school and like high school and you start becoming self-conscious, you're like, well, that's not something, you know, but like, I remember being in second grade and third grade and I used to write comedians on my dream job, you know, because I love making people laugh. It was like always like a thing that like I loved and I was just kind of like, I just loved being the center of attention and then that never went away. But um, (laughs) I, but uh, then I said I wanted to be a doctor. And then I realized that was only because I liked the show Scrubs. And then I realized I wanted to be on the show Scrubs. Um, <laughs> and it wasn't until it wasn't until college. I, I didn't I never tried anything stand up related until um, Fairfield U does like a mock wedding thing at the end uh-huh. of senior year where all the seniors like they, they vote for the drunkest guy, and the drunkest girl to get married. And then they vote for a priest to kind of oversee the um, the ceremony and they actually book a venue it was actually a lovely ceremony it was actually so much fun <laughs> but it was like the, it, it was we trashed this place i don't i hope they didn't put a big deposit down but um they the i was the priest and i turned it into a roast and i wrote it was the first time i ever wrote jokes or did anything yeah and it was it was honestly the most fun i had had and i was like well this is something that i really want to do I, mm-hmm. I always came back to it Man, so so it sounds like it's something that you always wanted to do, though, even subconsciously when you're trying to think of more like somewhat realistic, normal job. You're like, you know, I still want to be a comic. Well, yeah, I mean, I because I, I, I was always like and I still say it like I want to do something in, in content, like I, whether it's like and I don't I've grown as a person where it's like I'm fine working behind the scenes as well, as long as I yeah. get to have creative control over stuff as well. Like I don't need to be the star of everything and and I understand that and I also understand that like it's way more fun to work with people that you like so I would rather make less but to be able to kind of do something smaller with like my my circle and my people than Mm -hmm. kind of climb up by yourself because that's never fun anywhere you are yeah yeah I, I I'm right there with you I want everybody to eat I want everybody to do well I'm not in it to uh, to make any enemies. I want to be uh, friends with everybody, essentially. But is that, there? No, don't get me wrong. I would love to make some enemies. I would. I want enemies. <laughs> really? You? I mean, you do like the drama, no, no, so it does make sense. I, I love that. I like to stir a little pot, but uh, that's publicity, you know, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. You were saying. So these comics, like, were there any comics growing up that you like admired or anything? I have a weird relationship with comedy in that, like, I was never like I was never a student of the craft. I'm still not, and that's not that I don't respected or stuff i just have a different kind of viewpoint i don't like i'm the kind of person that like i watch a tv show and i'll take the personality on of mm-hmm. everyone that i see on the show like it's like too much like i like that you know so like i don't i try not to watch too much stand-up because i don't want to be influenced by other people and kind of have that seep in most of my stand-up it's i've borrowed i've borrowed my sense of humor from people that i've met throughout my life most of the funny people that i know the funniest people that i know aren't comics you know throughout my entire life yeah they 
like I, I can pinpoint people through growing up and then high school and then college, like these people that just come into my life. And I'm like that she's funny. Or like he is <laughs> hilarious. Um, and like, you know, just kind of like borrow as you go along. Yeah. Kind of like use that to build. I'm like the vault, the, the vision of, of comedians, but um, so that's kind of it. And also I just like, yeah, I, I I'm not a bit, I'm not, I was never big on mics even before my, my friends make fun of me. Cause I still, I rarely, I rarely go and I rarely did, but I was, I was lucky enough to, to kind of get good. Bypass that whole thing. Yeah. 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 Well, not bypass. I definitely had to go to buy mics and like, obviously in the beginning, everyone has a stage of being like, well, I'm the funniest person. Then you realize I'm not funny at all. And then you kind of like, get, like <laughs> into it, like figure out like joke writing. I, I, I'm, I was not a comedy God and I still am not, but like, yeah. I was able to do it with, with less, do less. You know, I was never going to, and you have to make that agreement with yourself. I was never going to be the guy going to three mics a night. All, and I respect the fucking hustle, but like that's, I would have quit if I had to do that. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. Just I understand. Who I am. But that's funny. You said you take the personality on of people that you you see on TV. I myself, whenever I find somebody I, I like in, in entertainment or anything, I have to know everything about their life, and then um, and I try yeah. to like do a comparison side by side with my life, and I'm like, how am I like this person in this way? Do I say yeah. things that they say? Do I sound like the way they sound when they talk? And it's subconscious. Like I don't really mean to do it. It's just like when you obsess about like. A, a way a certain person acts or or like a, a certain comedian it's like okay i want to like embody that whole you know uh, style and i can totally see what you mean by not wanting oh you don't want to be doing an 100. impression of seinfeld just because you're a big seinfeld fan exactly and and I, I i that's also part of it and also it's like i i, I just like scripted shows better than just like watching pure stand-up if i was given the opportunity that's kind of what i would what i would do yeah um but that being said, like I, I remember distinctly, like I, I was at, I did a show at the comic strip a couple of years ago and I, I was binge watching Shit's Creek at the time. And after the show, this person in the audience came up to me and was like, do you watch Shit's Creek? And I was like, oh yeah, I've seen it. I didn't want to be like weird about it. And they were like, you remind me of exactly of like David and Alexis mixed together. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> so it was like it was it seeped into and i didn't that was not intentional but the the, the way i performed i must have been watching a lot the way yeah. i performed that night was just like reminiscent of the way those two characters behave yeah when i was in college um i got uh i tried to become like this uh like pseudo intellectual i think i see the world better than anybody type of guy and it was just because i was listening to a lot of mcconaughey speeches and he works in all these backwards metaphors yeah. and that, that's really all it yeah. was like I watched True Detective mm-hmm. one too many times and just became like this sad sack. It's real. Uh, that's sad. Yeah, aim higher for your in, your inspiration. <laughs> yeah, the, do McConaughey and, and Wolf of Wall Street to start doing coke in the bathroom. Oh, that'd been or yeah. Well, that no, that was my friends. I didn't do that. That was my friends. <laughs> yeah, that's all, the power of McConaughey. All my friends, all my friends, the, their favorite movie was Wolf of Wall Street in college. Like they had the poster and stuff like that. They all just like studied finance, but they all just developed the drug addiction part of that movie and nothing else. Like they didn't yeah. always be wary of guys that watch the Wolf of Wall Street and think it's a um, a good story. Like they it's think, yeah, yeah, they story. think it's like yeah. heroic. Like they think this is like, yeah. oh man, he gets the hottie. Like he gets the money. Let's do it. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> what? I I used to live with a kid that would like watch that movie once a month, just kind of re up and like motivate himself. And I'm like, you don't have a job. Like, I don't understand. Like, what is <laughs> dude, Your you're not taking down yeah, Wall Street. Like, dude. <laughs> yeah, you're not. Like he like he was like he would say he's a day trader and I was like your mom put money in a, in a fund for you that's not day trading. <laughs> Opening Dude, Merrill Lynch doesn't make you a day trader. You're on Robin Hood. You're trading GameStop stock. You're not Jordan Belfort. Yeah. <laughs> Hold the line. 
I, oh man, did uh, you get in on that? Did you get in on that? No, no, no. That's that's the, I, I do have a Merrill Lynch account, but that's just because at the earliest I just like wanted to throw a few hundred dollars. But like that's just not me. Like I I wish I, at the time like I'm like I tw- I think I tweeted I was like can someone just let me know next time like I'll put some money in but like yeah I don't have the honestly like to, I just to... feel like I and I got in on it kind of early but I feel like I missed out like you know yeah shoot me a text <laughs> I, I, I'll get in I went on like that Reddit um. Oh shoot! The finance—you know what I'm talking about—the Wall Street, the Wall Street bets, Reddit, yeah, Wall Street bets, yeah—and like all these people, their their philosophy, it was so dumb that it made sense. It was like mm-hmm. their philosophy was like, uh, Wall Street keeps like buying shorts. They keep trying to dive the stock uh, the stock price down, but they don't realize how stupid we are. So we're just gonna keep buying it and make it go up. Like, why don't we like? This is like a money glitch. Like, we could just make money. Let's just buy the stock. Yeah. Max, uh, thank you for coming on, man. It was a ton of fun. I know you got a heart out right here, but I really appreciate you taking time out of your day to be on the show, man. Is there anything you'd like to leave the people with? Um, I will leave you with uh, a closer that I used all last year, and I, I it still it rings true with me. Are you doing like a whole right bit? Now. Are you doing a whole? I'm doing a bit. Joke? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, but do follow, um, do follow. We were had on Instagram and listen to that that podcast on on podcasting things. If you're podcast people, I'm new to podcasts. If you can tell, I'm not. I'm just excited that I have one. <laughs> it's an unsolved. I had to tell. I, like he's like he's like you sit and listen to it and edit it. I was like, yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> Well, like... <laughs> I edit it for my. I, I do it with two comic friends, but it's like I, I put the intro, I put the outro, and I trust that the there's nothing offensive in the middle. I don't, I yeah. Don't oh go. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've had I've had a couple of comic well not to like keep the show going on but I've had a couple of comics be like hey can you cut that out for me like I'm pro comic man I'll help you out whatever you need. Oh no I literally whatever I I, I couldn't care less. Uh, but anyways I, thank you guys for listening Max where can they follow you at? Uh, uh, at Max the Gazillion on everything and TikTok, I'd love to log back on in a month and see that everybody from this podcast. Yeah, when they make up, when they make up and they get back together, unlike me and my girlfriend, who will never get back together again, and that's something <laughs> I'm gonna have to get over. Um, thank, <laughs> thank you guys very much for listening. I hope you have a great day, and I'll see you.